All right, guys, welcome back to the Whiskey Brothers podcast. And we are going to start today's episode with a recap from the last episode that we did. Here we go. Lots of fun. Guys, it's really, you know, as much as we haven't been podcasting, I always enjoy when we do. And, you know, whilst there was a bit of bant around it, I definitely, the podcast will be endeavouring to be a bit more consistent next year. Uh, and build up our base. Well, I'd like to triple it, Greg. What do you think, our fan base? Yeah, let's get nine. Let's start with nine. Yeah, well, let's let's live a little. Let's go for ten. We've got three. Let's uh, let's get to ten listeners. Let's really commit to that number. Um, we might do a little refer a friend sort of thing. Um, refer a friend. Yeah, something like that. We'll do. Obviously, we'll do some tastings, um, which would be good. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Bringing people together uh for whiskey that that's what it's about yeah that's another thing i think the whiskey brothers will be podcasts and whiskey tastings mm. next year that's, that's 2021 the year of whiskey brothers mm. um guys thanks so much for tuning in uh if we don't hear we'll get to you before christmas have a great christmas 2021 is going to be a big year for us it's going to be a big, big year for you listening in all three of you um yeah chat soon take care christmas day <laughs> we left it with 2021 year of the whiskey brothers here we are mid-july episode one for the year greg welcome hi how are you <clears throat> where to start i mean I've le- <laughs> we're at where are we? 17 july 15 july makes sense should be 17 couple of things i i don't think we've done a lot wrong there to the fans <laughs> we talked of consistency we've over delivered Yep. So that's what fans often want people to over deliver. We've done that in spades. And secondly, we said 2021, we're talking financial year, calendar year, who's to say? I mean, we could sit here all day and argue whether we've been studious or not. But you know what? We're here now. Yeah. That's the main thing. And that's what we should focus on. Now, what, 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 what could we put it down to? I guess that would spark our desire, our interest, or just ability to get together on a podcast what have you put it down to Sean? complacency that's why we're here complacency or would you put well it's, we've been complacent which is why we haven't been here mm. um what sparked this well you know what sparked this greg for me is you texting me a but b Ooh. lockdown Ooh. okay i feel like the whiskey brothers podcast was born in lockdown mm. it was born out of difficult times yeah, we're in lockdown again in Sitters. If you're in Sydney, we are in lockdown. Uh, and we're back on the podcast. Look, we made some bold statements that year 2021 would be the year of the Whiskey Brothers. We'd be more consistent on podcast, uh, which you've already referred to. And look, we've, we've let you down. We've let Gerald down. Greg, do you want to talk about Gerald? Because I know he's listening. Yeah, well, I mean, why are we here? Like, I want to talk with role models. I want to talk friendships. I want to talk leadership. And the person who's most inspired that or suggested that we are in some capacity a role model, Gerald. And I've just looked at his Instagram and I hope it's Gerald. Uh, if it's not, sorry, we've lost one of our three fans. But he says, I know beyond the dark, the sun is rising. I don't know what time you're on there, Gerald, but let's call it 6 a.m., brother. The sun has risen. The brothers are up and we're active again. So a little message from him shouting out, asking us to uh, to get the band back together and um, we've been able to do so. So sorry we've been gone, but 
we're back and that's we should be positive we should be just focusing on that from here on in i mean we're several minutes into a podcast about whiskey and not discussed it as yet we no, we've just spoken about how we've let our fans down and that's how passionate we are about it and that's how you know deeply we are affected by our own performance and how mm-hmm. much we want to correct that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we're here we're here to correct it and look we have not lost the passion for whiskey it's still there in fact we spent a good 20 minutes before pressing record talking about what whiskey we're going to buy in the next coming in the coming weeks mm-hmm. so we haven't lost our passion but it'd be it would be remiss of me not to tell the fans of just a little issue. I, I did lose my taste uh, for whiskey. Yeah. I didn't lose the passion, but more recently I did lose the taste, which is probably an underlying medical condition, and that's not what we're here to discuss, but it, it's back more importantly. Um, you didn't and- say the taste. You didn't lo- you lose the taste for it. You lost the taste of it. Of it. Correct. Thank you for that. Uh, little tongue issue. Where are we at? Taste buds had... Uh, had a month or so off, um, which they're probably due to, 35, in, or 35 years in. Um, time to put the feet up. They, they themselves locked themselves down, perhaps. Um, but we're back. And we were discussing potential bottles. Sean, let's open the batting with what if you... I'll give you a budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you a budget of $248 because I know one that you want for $250. No, mm-hmm. I'll give you $250 uh how would you spend two wifty right now oh geez you put me on the spot there i highly mate i've you know for for the fans they would know that i'm not being on the peak train well ladies and gentlemen times have changed the times have changed and i am on the peak train and i've developed a hunger a flavor for it a taste for it and I'm, I'm enjoying Pete. Now, I'm not maybe all in on some of the heavy, hard-hitting stuff, but I'm certainly – I've had a couple of Lagavulins that I like. Um, Highland Park. Uh, we're going to talk Highland Park because that's where I'm at. I'm loving Highland Park at the moment. Mm-hmm. All about Highland Park. And if I had $250, I would get the Highland Park uh, Sigurd, 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 Sigurd. Yep. Something like that. Mm. Um, Jim Murray, not sure if we're still talking Jim Murray. Oh, I'm, I'm still talking Jim Murray. Gave it 96. I know I, I, I slagged him off a few podcasts ago, but um, gave it well. a 96. And, and when I see comments like breathtaking, star studded, and ridiculous, ridiculously complex, mm. 96 points, Jim Murray, I'm all in. So that's 250. I would buy that right now. Um, I enjoy the, they've got a lot of, um, they release a lot of whiskey, Highland Park, a lot of variety, uh, a lot of different series and a lot of playing around with casks. I like the subtle peat. Um, just really like it. I just like drinking it. So that's what I would get. That or the Highland Park 18-year-old, which I've had before, um, which probably probably was the first peated drink that I had that I went, I absolutely, hands down, love this. So that's what I would spend on. What about you? Oh, look, before we go to me, look, I just... I bloody love podcasting with you, brother. <laughs> because we talk of consistency, we talk of, and we'll get to you growing up and starting to like Pete, but there would be several occasions on this podcast you've criticised me, you've ambushed me, um, you've gone off script, and you've really gone hard and aggressively at Uncle Jim. 
um, really discard him. And the first opportunity, the first, as we enter the new financial year, the first podcast of 2021, Whiskey Brothers, the first thing you fall back on to justify your decision is Jimbo. Um, and I love you for it because it just shows the fans where you're at. And uh, I guess we're all here for your journey, Sean. And you're starting to turn a corner. You've definitely turned a corner because you like him, Pete. Uh, I bought you a bottle recently for your birthday, which was the Enoch Pete Hart from memory. Hart, yeah, del- absolutely delicious. I go to it regularly. It's nearly finished. And we're very fortunate to have got to try that from James Bunton. Uh, yeah. And it's a delicious whiskey. Yeah, so I'm all about the, the peat, the subtle peat, I guess. Um, I like the more salty, briny style, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Mate. I'm all in on whiskey. You know that. The fans know that. And um, but yeah, you, you, you've deflected. Look, ninety six points from Jimbo. Look, whether whether I have or haven't slagged him off in the past, I did preface what I said with that, so I, I didn't shy away from that. Mm. Um, but look, you, you can't. He's got a reputation, mate. He's got a reputation for you know knowledge about whiskey, which I haven't always agreed with. But on this occasion, with a whiskey I haven't even tasted, I've decided that I do agree with him. <laughs> And that's why I bloody love you for it. How would I spend my money at the moment? Look, I've got, we discussed this before, and I've got, I have my eyes on too many whiskey. I think what I've, coming from lack of taste or loss, temporary loss or distortion of taste, uh, I've got a, gee, I've got a hunger for it. I've always had a hunger for it, uh, but I've got a real hankering for a splurge on whiskey. Um, so therefore, I, I have been looking around. And, and just looking at options, I'm, I'm sort of going through a probably a phase where I'm looking at, uh, I guess, rare releases or ones that aren't going to be around for a while, which I guess rules out uh, some pretty standard age statements. Um, you know, anything that's, you know, 12, 15 sort of staple, staple that are part of a distillery's core range. Um, and as such, I've been looking spirit thief. Um, the Shiraz cast that came out today that that looks good. It's pretty well. Well, I think it is well priced for Australian whiskey. It, I think it's about forty six ish percent. I've I've had on my mind though for a long time. Uh, huge review from uh, the whiskey list. The Bakery Hill uh, Double Wood cast strength now it sits around a two twenty mark. I think. Uh, I'm led to believe that the the not the cast strength. I think it's about 46. That one's just as tasty. Uh, but it's always good to have a look uh, what what came out of the cast. So the cast strength is appealing to me, and that's sitting the the, the 220 mark, which would come under budget. So I'm pretty. I'd probably lean that way if you wanted to flip me 250. That's how that's how I'd probably spend it. Okay. Look, yeah, I love it. You know, I'm a big supporter of Aussie whiskey and, and and there's a heap of distilleries coming out, were coming out uh, last year and continue to come out more and more again this year. So exciting times for whiskey fans. It just keeps giving, Greg. Whiskey just keeps giving. When you think you've had it all, you realise you haven't had any of it. So That's right. Well, no, no more good, no, no better example than I went, I went to the, uh, the whiskey show, which I went into the whiskey show one short, one brother in short, um, a good friend of mine, Michael, picked up the pieces, but walking into those rooms, and it was different. It was COVID stuff. So you a little bit of lining up and what have you, but we're all there for one purpose, and that was to um, to wrap our taste buds and, you know, delve our old factories into different whiskeys, which we hadn't tried, and there was ample opportunity for that. And 
very impressive as always i'm probably my favorite part of those sort of whiskey shows um which must be a huge huge event to get together but um it's just the ambassadors they you learn something from every single one they're all you pick their brain they're very passionate about what they do obviously um but they're very very generous it's a generous community i believe um with their time but also just just dropping some some facts some cold hard facts and opinions on you so uh, good experience and uh, one that we hopefully would both be at next year with a bit of luck. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I went to Magic Round, so I was uh, unavailable. But um, yeah, very jealous. Obviously, a whole you know afternoon, evening of whiskey is um, yeah, it, it's on the top of the priority list most weekends. But it just wasn't that weekend. Um, Greg, I thought what we do is first episode of twenty twenty one. Let's give the fans what they want. And we are world famous, Greg. World famous for oh, tastings. Ooh, yep. And we're going to give a tasting right now. We've both got the same whiskey, different sides of Sydney. I'm from a more working class background in the eastern suburbs. And we are going to try the latest release um, from, or latest offering, I guess, from the Whiskey Club, which means a lot of people listening to this podcast probably have got their hands on this bottle. So they want to know what we think of it. Now, it's a Tomadin. Now, Tomadin is special to us now, new, newly special to us, um, because we buy a, a bottle every year on the anniversary of the passing of our brother. And this year we bought Tomadin 18-year-old, um, which was absolutely fantastic. If you can get your hands on a bottle, definitely, definitely do it. Um, and so as soon as I saw that come up, this is the whiskey of the month, I knew straight away that I would accidentally forget to opt out. So this is the Tomadin. It's a Highland whiskey, 2009, age 11 years, limited edition. Now, I'm not going to say the cast, Greg. Do you want to have a go at saying it? It's a cast I've never had before. The Vidajo. Vidajo. There you go. Well done. Uh, think deja vu. Deja vu, deja vu. I actually um, have no idea if that's correct, but that's that's what I've gone with. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's give a tasting, shall we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do we got? I'm just trying to look at uh, a couple of facts about this one. Uh, you know what? The first thing that impressed me about uh, Tomatin is it's just the attention to detail, the bottle, the the box that encompasses the bottle. Uh, but I, like just all the engraving on the glass, it's a, they care, um, you know, 1897, they've been around, they're there or thereabouts, but uh, they do care and they, they present their liquid accordingly. And so this is, we're sitting at 46.8%. Yep. Um, it's a limited edition, 11, 11 years old, 2009. <laughs> Uh, and exclusively for the whiskey club. This is what I was talking about before. I'm very much into uh, offerings that they're just not going to happen again. Um, and so I'd imagine this is pretty close to sold out or probably is sold out. Um, occasionally, one from the whiskey club pop up as optional add-ins uh, down the track, but I would expect a powerhouse like this distillery to have sold out. Um, and so I had, I had to jump at it. Um, 46.8%. It's about right for me. I really like that sort of ABV. Sean, where are you? I guess it depends on the whiskey though, doesn't it? Really? Depends, but it, I would say, you know, if you had to narrow it down to 
something. I would say somewhere between 46 and 48. So I was going to be, you know, straight, straight in my wheelhouse. So very happy with that. Mm. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go with the color first. Mm. Uh, interesting color. Straw brown. Oh, you've got you gone straight for straw brown. Straw brown. Yeah, that, I've, got, that, I've, I've got yeah, I've got sap. I've got tree sap personally. Tree sap. Well, it depends what kind of trees go. A lot of different trees have different colored saps, so that doesn't really narrow it down. I think straw brown. People instantly know what what they're not looking at. They're listening to. They're hearing straw brown. They get the color sap. Yeah. Well, well obviously, I meant Spanish for Dejo. Straw brown sap tree oak. So that's what I was going for. Uh, what do they got? The whiskey clubs describe it slightly differently as melted butter. That is a big call. Um, well, that's actually I, I'm I'm prepared to say that's wrong. My um, you, know, you know what? I'm, I'm, I think it's closer to burnt butter or caramel uh, than melted butter. Yeah, uh, definitely a straw brown. You'd, you'd, mm. If we were writing it, um, up, I agree. Um, nose. It sort of jumps out for me. I remember I did try this last night, so it's opened up a little bit. But for me, straight away, it's uh, lots of fruit jumps out for me. No, I get it's not even a thing, but it's it's two things that I think of when I smell and I put them together as an ingredient now. So it's not a thing, but it's two things, yeah. Pear licorice. Yeah. Paired licorice. Pear licorice, yeah. So licorice. licorice, When you say licorice pear, perhaps? If we were... pay licorice. I'd say pay licorice. That's what I said. That's what I get. Pay licorice. It's really good. Yeah, I've still got a more citrusy to me, to be honest. Sweet. Uh, I do get a little bit of a little bit of bouquet, a little floral notes. I'm not going to pick the flower. Uh, I've got no botanicals in me at the moment, but I've got yeah, I've got sort of bright, ripe fruits to be honest. So that's me anyway. Uh, good soil, like in the glass, it sort of sits quite well, quite oily, which is a good indication that we're going to get a nice mouthful. Pretty oily actually, yeah. Not good legs. All right, let's go. Cheers. London. You know, I've had that quite quickly because I've been chewing this for a while and Sean's going to, yeah, just do his thing in his mouth there. Um, it's good. Sorry, I stopped because I did I did sip it quite quickly, but it, it does hang around. It's a little medium finish, I would say. I find longer finishes are more higher ABV, but again, it depends on the whiskey. Some what you're looking for, the words you're looking for, Greg, is lemon scones mm. with a pear relish and hint of oak right at the end that's exactly the tasting you can write that down lemon scones served with a pear relish and just a hint of oak sitting in the back gorgeous Mm -hmm. gorgeous Mm -hmm. i didn't write it down um but i'm sure someone someone may have uh i a little bit simpler than that i've just got spades and spades of cinnamon um, it has an initial sort of spice yeah. for me, just very initially, and then it sort of carries in the background uh, throughout the finish. I think it gives it that sort of medium to longish, but probably more medium finish. Um, and was it offspring? Millions of peaches. 
I don't know how they fit that many peaches for me. I've got fruit. I've got. I've still got that cinnamon. I've got that. Just got to correct you there too. It wasn't the offspring. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Millions of peaches. America, United States. Of America. America. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, offspring. I think they work together. Collaboration at one stage. Probably not. Um. So okay. Yeah. Look. You know what? As you said it, I tasted it, which is the which is why it's always nice to do a tasting with someone else because they can. What did you taste? Did you taste the millions of peaches in the glass? Or did you taste no, no, not the peaches, uh, the cinnamon. cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, I got the cinnamon, so I'm prepared to change mine to a a lemon and cinnamon spiced scone. Well, you went with the peached licorice. I'm going to go with the uh, sorry, the what did you go with? The pear, pear licorice. Pear. pear licorice. I'm going to go with the peached. Cinnamon scroll. That's what I'm going with. The peached mm-hmm. cinnamon scroll. Both done a, a baked good, and I think that because there is a hint of vanilla in there as well. Mm. But it's definitely not, yeah, like forthcoming initially that vanilla. But I'm, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those again. This is this is what's awesome about whiskey. So some, you know, some whiskey is just pretty basic, pretty straightforward. But sometimes you get a bottle, and this is a really interesting um, cast they've done it in. I've never had this before, and, and I believe I read that it's never been done before, and I might be wrong on that. It's never been done by Tominen, definitely. And to my knowledge, it's never been done before. Um, but I'm not going to prepare. I'm not prepared to stake my whole life on that. Um, but it's rare. Let's just say that. It's definitely a rare cast, and it brings up some flavors and some tasting notes that I've probably never given before because I've never tasted it before, and that's why I love that's what I love about it. It's it's definitely whiskey. It's definitely Highland whiskey. It's complex, like a Tomadin. Um, but it's different. It's different. It's adding layers to to uh to what is you know what is a, a pretty basic whiskey that goes in and it comes out and it's just wow, really good, really good whiskey, really delicious. I'm really glad I got this month's whiskey club. Let's score it, please. What do you got? Ooh. All right, let's, let's refresh the scoring. Seven and a half and above is go out and buy it. Is that correct? Yep. So seven and a half and above is a good score. So people here might, you, know, you give a score like seven, six, and they might go, oh, that's it's not great. It's it's good score. Seven, six is a good score. Anything above a five is what, drinkable? Like pretty drinkable? Yeah, like... Because it's, it's, it's a tough scoring system, right? We, we, we developed it at, so as to not give high scores willy-nilly like our friend Jim Murray. <laughs> your, your boy, Jim Murray, yeah. <laughs> Who gives high scores out willy-nilly. Let's not call him a friend yet. Let's call him an acquaintance. <laughs> a friend of mine, an acquaintance of yours, yep. Yeah. So we, we, we've got a tougher system. Uh, am I going first? Mm-hmm. Well... I'm going to slide in right at a seven-five, Greg. I think oh. it's I think it's a really good whiskey, and I think if you can, if it's not sold out in the whiskey club and you opted out, opt back in this month, get it. I think it's a good solid whiskey. I'm not going to, you know, it's not like it's not a showstopper. I think for me, once you go past eight and a half, you're a showstopper. Um, anywhere between seven and a half and eight and a half is very, very good whiskey. This is good whiskey. This is seven and a half. You unhappy with that score, or uh, it pains me a little, if I'm honest. Because you were going to give the same score. Correct. <clears throat> it's the only reason why I'd be paid. I've definitely, as much as I think it probably is a, a slightly 
more entertaining podcast for us to disagree and argue and you realise you're wrong. I would say, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to change it. It's 7-5. Um, I think it's a 7-5 for two reasons. Namely, because I, I don't think it deserves much better at this stage. It could open up, so uh, I'll be fair to it. But I, I wouldn't, given that it's the first time it's been used in this cast, I would... I think anything lower, uh, not that people are hanging on, you know, just hovering over the purchase button, um, but I wouldn't discourage people from trying it is why I'd, I'd keep it in that 7.5 to go and get it because I think it's something that people should try. I think trying different casts, influences and finishes uh, broadens your palate and gives you different tasting notes. I've never described anything, nor do I expect to describe anything as a, a peached cinnamon scroll. Um, so I've got a little taste now. I've got a little marker there. And so I think that's a, and we didn't add any water, perhaps it would have opened up and maybe been a bit softer and get some more, more of the floral notes or maybe even more vanilla potentially. But um, yeah, I think it's still important when you do get access or the opportunity to buy something that's a different cast finish that you've had before. Uh, it may not necessarily be your favorite whiskey and something that you're going to go jump out. Like some people get really hooked and obsessed with sherry or port finish and stuff like that. But it's always good to get those different markers and you start um, developing your, uh, yeah, things that you can pick up. So, yeah, seven five. Don't discourage, but don't overrate. Yep, I agree, mate. I think, um, look, we've done it. We've done it. First podcast of 2021. I think we should leave it there. Um, I don't know. Are we making any promises about the next one? Or are we just <laughs> see we'll, we'll, uh, we'll chat to you next time. <laughs> yeah we won't say won't say goodbye we'll say until next time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's been good mate chat soon guys thanks for listening in um you know if you want to share on your instagram stories awesome It'd be great uh you don't cool. have to and like we're not that sort of <laughs> podcast that would encourage people to send us samples and promote their distillery we're not we like that. We, we cannot be bought Definitely can't be bored. And thank you to Gerald for bringing the band back together. Jezza, you're a legend, mate. All right, guys, take care. Talk to you soon.